It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Your trade deadlines move to the 31st of August. There'll be a special injured list specifically for COVID-19. Teams will face only their own division and their corresponding interleague division. The DH rule will be in effect for both the American and National Leagues. And this is an idea that I heard about and never thought I'd actually see in a major league game. Extra innings will begin with a runner on second base. Baseball is back, gentlemen. It's it, it's officially back. We've been doing the Boy Who Cried Wolf show for like two weeks here. I'm Aggie and Judd. And we'll dive into all of the different things that are going to go into the season and things that aren't going to go into the season. And Judd has five things we should know about the Twins or that we may have forgotten about the Twins. Easy to forget. And it's a Write That Down Wednesday. Uh, but let's start off by talking about a couple of things here. Uh, for the past 15 years, Federated Insurance has made a strong commitment to youth mentoring through Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And uh, and, I, and I had heard of Big Brothers and Big Sisters throughout the past, I don't know, a couple of decades, and, and I knew that it was a mentoring program. But I think Federated Insurance has really shined a light on Big Brothers and Big Sisters and the details of what's involved and some of the specific examples of Little Brothers, Little Sisters turning into Big Brothers, Big Sisters and business owners and thriving in life. And it's just really cool to see what Big Brothers and Big Sisters has built here, not only in the state of Minnesota, but around the country. It's the it's the oldest and largest youth mentoring organization in the United States. And and they support and create one to one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of young people here in the state and in the country. And and so if you want to get involved or find out more or or even donate money, federatedchallenge.org. The Federated Challenge has, has helped donate and raise 30-plus million dollars over the years for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Federatedchallenge.org. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Oddshark.com, gentlemen. Mackie and Judd, Declan producing. The Twins have the third highest win projection in the American League. They've redone the win projections now that we know it's going to be, yep. fingers crossed anyways, a 60-game season. The Twins are projected to win 34 and a half games. So do the math there. Be the, let's, let's round it up to 35. So 35 and 25 is what their uh, odd shark projected record would be. And the only two teams ahead of them in projections in the American League are the Astros at 37 wins and the Yankees at 36 wins. Cleveland actually projected to win 32 games, just a couple games behind the Twins. I love seeing over-under numbers now. It's been three months. We shut down sports three months ago. And uh, at least for now, until we have massive COVID-related issues that derail the season and we have to play all that out over the next month, 
baseball is back, and smart people in Vegas think the Twins are going to be right there punching with the best teams in the American League. Which makes perfect— It's a good day in the state of Minnesota. It makes perfect sense that the Twins—the expectations for the Twins actually should increase significantly. Look at the schedule. 60 games, 40 against the American League Central. Yeah. Tigers, you get 10 times, baby. Royals, you get 10 times. Cleveland, not as e- not as easy. A pretty good team. White Sox, I think, are going to be improved, but I don't think the White Sox necessarily are going to be great yet. And then uh, tw- uh, 20 games against the National League Central, so the Brewers, the Cubs, the Pirates, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, I think that this schedule, the way it's going to be laid out, assuming it, to your point, Phil, that it can be played in its totality, uh, gives a team like the Twins a big advantage. And um, I think the... I don't think people should hope that they win the division. I think they should demand it. Now, I don't think there's any wiggle room here, baby. When you're coming back at a 60-game season, I'm putting the pressure on. I'm putting the pressure on. I'm putting the pressure on. And in fact, you know what? There should be changes with this team if they don't win the division. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm just kidding about that part. But they should win. The, they should. When you consider that you're going to play the Tigers and Royals 20 times, you should be in really good shape. Okay, but you can't, like, this is this is the problem. This is where you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. You have said on multiple occasions that 60 games is a crapshoot, fluke, joke of a season. Yeah, it's not long enough. Okay. Yes. Why isn't it long enough? It's not long enough because because a 162-game um, Monet work of art gives you the chance to go through the ups and, and the downs. But correct, but but which you means are, we should have forgiveness in a sixty game schedule. We should, except for one thing: two teams in the American League Central are essentially AAA teams. That's I'll give you're you that. being That's given true. a minor. You are being you God has given you a minor league schedule. But anyway, um, as I told you guys before. 60 games to me does not constitute an actual season. Am I going to watch this? Damn straight. (laughs) I mean, you play sports. I'm now watching EPL on a daily basis, all right? So I just don't want this to be, well, Judd, you you criticized this, and now you're watching. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'll take what I can get. I just don't think that the commissioner's trophy should be awarded at the end. But you, you know what? If you can get through this and uh, players can stay out of bars and not get sick and not have shutdowns, go for it. Play. We're going to get to your five things to watch for the Twins or or five things that you may have forgotten about since we've been off of this for three months. But just one more note on the 60-game season versus 162 games and why we're going to see some crazy weird things. Like We haven't expanded the playoffs, and so it's very likely that a team that has no business belonging in October over 162 games stays hot enough for 60 games and gets in. Like this opens the door for almost every team in baseball, basically not named the Tigers. Like the Pirates could get hot. Yep, absolutely. The White Sox. I got you. The White yes, Sox could start above yes. 500. That's a good one. Uh, and so if like, you know, think about over the course of a six-month, 162-game season mm-hmm. and how we view a 90-win team versus an 80-win team. We, a 90-win team is is a division winner, potentially a playoff team, and uh, and in a World Series contender, maybe not you know not like we would do a, a 100-win team, but a 90-win team in any given year, you say, yeah, that team can win the World Series. That team won the division. They're a playoff team. We view them in, in very high regard. An 80-win team, we say, ah, they were under 500. They're viewed as a failure, yeah. right? Like that's the difference between yeah. 80 and 90 wins. Well, if you take the 80 and 90 win teams, the winning percentage, and extrapolate that to 60 games. One of them is a 33 win team. The other is a 30 win team. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a th- in a 60 game sprint, there's a three game difference between the 90 win teams and the below 500 80 win teams. Mm-hmm. That's one bad series. Like if if the twin if Jose Barrios decides to have another bad August because that's what he always does. And I'd like to think that he's going to not hit the wall this year unless he's just been throwing. But that actually might be day. May in 2020 parlance. Right. And that's what we have to figure. Like, is yeah. it the month of August or is it like the fifth month of the season? Nah, that doesn't I think it exist was wearing down at that point is what it so was. You have a bad series and all of a sudden now you're a quote unquote 80 win team instead of a 90 win team yep. in a truncated 60 game season. So yeah. that, that's definitely something I just think we have to have a little bit of forget. If they miss the playoffs, it's like, oh, they're not they're not a failure. They just. Play the 60-game oh, season and dink it hot. Completely agree 1,000% to the point. That, that's my whole point. This this is a diversion that I will willingly accept because it's a sport, and you're bringing back sports. And at this point, you bring back tiddlywinks, and I'm happy, okay? But my, but my rule of thumb here goes both ways. I don't see this as a credible season either way. So I, I joke about – the fact that the Twins should uh, make changes if things don't go well. I joke about that. But I really see this both ways, which is, I'll be very fair here. If the Twins win the World Series, I'm sorry, I don't see it as an actual World Series championship. But if they struggle, I'm also not going to say, well, within a 60 game. So so in all candor here, to me, it goes both ways. This is a, which is why I said whatever rules that you want to try in 2020, try them now. Because I'm not taking this super seriously. It's just a sport coming back. And we'll get to, there are some things that they are going to implement, and we will get to that too. But let's jump into five things from Judd Zolgad. Can I get some sound here? That we should know about the Twins. Can I get some? Yeah, here, Declan, I'll give, I'll give Judd, I got the perfect song here. Okay. All right, it's the, this song reminds me of baseball coming back. For those of you. Every time I hear it. It's from one of the great sports movies of all time. Okay. For those of you Major League. watching, but by, by the way, here here we go. Little Homer Hanky from last year. Oh wow. Friday from wow. home. Good for you. Bomba right. season. Five, it was too. Five things that as I titled here uh my column at scorenorth.com, five things that you need to know or more likely simply forgot about the twins when baseball stopped in approximately mid March. So the and these are things that have changed too, okay? Number one, the headline, ready to go, Rich Hill. So Rich Hill signed signed what was believed to be a bargain basement, but perhaps a very smart one-year, $3 million contract on December 31st, Phil Mackey. And he needed, he had a, a, a torn, a partially torn ulnar collateral ligament, which means he needed Tommy John for the second time in his career but they did something called a primary repair procedure, which sped up the process for Hill. But when Hill signed, the expectation was he might be ready in June, more likely in July. And so so there's going to be an extended ramp-up period where he obviously, if the season starts on March 26th, is not going to be in the rotation for several months of the regular season. No longer true. And unless there's been some type of setback that we have not been privy to, Rich Hill probably almost certainly at the age of 40 is not going to start on opening day, but he is going to be in your opening day rotation. And so that rotation now, I think, Phil Mackey goes, Barrios, Odorizzi, Maeda, Rich Hill, Homer Bailey. Your thoughts on point one. Homer Bailey's a disaster, but I could I could see the Twins 
I can see the Twins doing what they did with what was this? Why well, I've already forgotten about the lefty that they started off. Uh, what's his name last year? What season? Lefty uh, was was a, a scrap heap signing. Oh, Perez. Uh, yes, Martin Perez. Martin Perez, Perez. Martin Perez was out. Spring, he was he was Colfax. Mark uh, Martin Perez <laughs> for two months was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yes, like, yes. could they get that out of Homer Bailey? I, th- I think the answer is yes. Here's the thing about Rich Hill. All right. Yep. Rich Hill is actually, when healthy, the Twins' best starting pitcher on paper. The last five years, so he he had a great start to a career in the like early 2000s with the Chicago Cubs, and then injuries, and he bounced around, and he was in the minors, he was in the bullpen, he went to Baltimore, Boston, Cleveland, then back to Boston, and then he and then he really caught fire with the Dodgers, and so his last five years, mostly in the National League. He's uh he's got a 41 and 20 win loss record, mm-hmm. a 2.91 earned run average, and he's striking out a ridiculous 11 batters per nine innings. So literally the only two things with Rich Hill are health and age. And to this point, age has not derailed. Like he was 39 years old last year, pitched in 60 innings and a two and a half earned run average. So if Rich Hill's back, and Rich Hill is healthy enough. He's your best starting pitcher out of the gate right away when this season he can starts. Pitch all right, immediately. He might be a little rusty because he. So you might need to give him like three or four starts, which have, is like a half the season. But, I have been convinced. I, I thought he was. I thought it was just a ridiculous signing. But I, if you put him down like that, I'm kind of all in on Rich no, Hill. Now. Ri, no, Rich Hill was like the Twins always get ripped for these scrap heap signings, yeah. and that was true for a long time because sure. they'd go after the Jason Marquis of the world and those guys <laughs> and Kevin Correa. Like those were terrible signings. Yep. Rich Hill is legitimately one of the best starting pitchers in baseball, and the problem is, like, you go through the number of games and innings, 2016, 20 starts, 110 innings, but a 2.12 ERA. Uh, 2017, 25 starts, 25 starts the next year, so he's not a guy that's going to give you, like, workhorse starts right. and innings, but you don't need that this year. Exactly. You just need, like, 10 starts from Rich Hill. It's great. F- 15 years, 16 trips to the... DL slash IL. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the story of Rich Hill. But yeah. yes, but in a condensed year, if he can make X amount of starts, put you in pretty good shape. Yes. And so that's the good news on the pitching front. The potential, it's not bad. It's not bad news because we knew about it. But the thing that we have to go back now and reexamine is this. Item number two, a short season. Michael Pineda is uh, sat out 21 games of his diuretic suspension from MLB at the end of last year. That left him with 39 games on his band, which was going to go into May, which was okay. You know, he's not going to pitch until May, but that's yeah. fine because he'll he'll be back around May 15th, and then he and then uh, he'll he'll be set to pitch the rest of the season. Well, now, unless the rule gets changed, which I don't think it's going to, he has he has to sit out. 39 games of a 60-game season, meaning there's going to be 21 games left when he returns. And so, according to what I've seen, once he does return, the suspension this time does not apply to the playoffs. So, ordinarily, if you get pinched within a season, playoff games, uh, or or you serve your suspension, and then even if you come back, you're not eligible to uh, participate in the postseason. That's not the case here. Because they could have used him in last year's playoffs. Exactly right. And and you know what? Um, They could probably use him this year, and they will get him back. But instead of it being in May, he's going to come back. I think the date is around Labor Day with 21 uh, games left in the season. And once he comes back, I think... Your guy, who you deemed a potential disaster, Homer Bailey, probably comes out. And now it goes Barrios, 
Odo, Maeda, Rich Hill, if healthy, Pineda, or Pineda Hill. Can I give you another Rich Hill fun fact? You're really Please into do. Rich Hill. You're Please really do. into Rich Hill and have been I since be they signed him. Yes. Rich Hill, for when the Twins need it Could in father, Declan. the later portion of October, Rich Hill has started three games in the World Series. He has allowed three earned runs in those three starts. Rich Hill has a 1.80 World Series earned run average. That's nice. Can just you give case, me some Pineda fun facts? Uh, yeah, he's really he, big. Yeah, Pineda likes to put globs of pine tar on his neck mm-hmm. and get kicked out of games. That's what he likes. And dietary problems supplement. Yeah, and he hung yeah. his team out to dry. Who doesn't take a dietary supplement to try and I, I, you, I'm you know what? Post pandemic, I'm going to go up to Michael Pineda and say, "What were you taking? Because I need to cheat too. I need to see Judd on creatine for like two months. Just can we get Judd on a creatine? And, yeah, and that'd be funny when my heart goes fluey. <laughs> All right, what's your next item? Item number three. You know what? In fact, I, I will get my uh, 2019 Bomba Bomba away Homer Hanky out for this one. Better late than, you know who we finally get to see at some point in time here? Uh, on TV, not in person, but who cares at this point? Josh Donaldson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you guys remember yes. that, that in, what, January or, or so, the Twins signed this guy to a four-year, $92 million contract. By the way. By the way, that is the second largest free agent contract given in Major League history for a player who was 33 or older. He's 34. But anyway, we finally get to see Josh Donaldson. Declan, can you hit my volume here? Because I now that Judd brought him up, Go ahead. I, I think it's important. Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I'm aroused. Swing and a high fly ball. That's wallop deep toward the Braves bullpen. Tasker looks up. It's gone. The bringer of rain has the umbrella out on a sunny day in Atlanta. It's 2-0. Uh, I'm going to be... Oh. Line drive. That's wallop deep left field. The bringer of rain with a lightning bolt to left. Whether it's my umbrella or a baseball glove, I'll be at Plaza waiting for those. Target Field Plaza <laughs> waiting for those. outside. All by myself. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on a second here. Can he... Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Well, the, the plaza is going to be outside the stadium, so you're going to have to get a ball that hits in right field and rolls through. He's got the power. He'll do it. Yeah, I he, trust yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be an oppo shot, but and it's, opposite, it's, it's opposite field, too. Yeah, if if he, if he it if it was a pole, I'd be like, you know what? You might have a fighting chance with Josh Downson. High fly ball, deep left field. Donaldson has left the mm. building. Here comes the rain shower. Yes. Yes. 373 to 10 home runs in 22 games at Target Field throughout the course <laughs> of his career. In Let's fairness, go. a lot of those at-bats came against like the 2013 sure. Twins pitching staff. So, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a great place to hit. 37 home runs, 33 doubles last year yeah, in that's, Atlanta. That's okay. So, anyway. He's old. We finally get to see this guy play third base. Okay, these are just real I quick. I know he could pitch. This might be as yeah, exactly. Can he pitch? Ugh. No, he hits 40 bombs. So just just watch him hit 40 bombs. Not this year. Although I wouldn't put it past him. 40 bombs in 60 games? Anybody? Not 30. Not 35. Swing and a drive. Oh, First on. pitch. It's two to nothing. The rain has come again. <laughs> Actually, he'll probably hit 10 against the Royals, 10 against the Tigers. He's got a shot. Beginning... Oh. These are all of his home runs oh. from last year. All of them. Of course. I'll be. So good. 
right. You guys, want, you guys want another Rich Hill fun fact? Yeah, go, yeah. go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mix them in throughout the course of this. Okay. So Rich Hill has also made four appearances in the championship series, the NLCS. Uh-huh. Okay, so the, the doorstep of the World Series. I hear you. He has allowed two earned runs in 17 innings of championship series play. That amounts to a 1.06 earned run average and 21 strikeouts in 17 innings. Okay. Rich, Rich Hill, everybody. I'm convinced. Rich Hill. In the, I'm in the well, biggest no, if, games, he's ridiculous. If Rich Hill is healthy, Rich Hill is pretty damn good. But that's the question. And he's one of those guys that you just like have to say his full name because it's only two syllables. Well, and also, he has the greatest player nickname of all time, too, which I think we can say on podcast now. But What's it that? is an interesting name. What is his nickname? Big something. Oh, Mountain. oh Dick Mountain. He's <laughs> Dick yeah. Mountain. Yeah, that, that's his name too. That's what they call him. Yeah, yeah Dick Mountain's yeah, a great the, name. They don't have they don't have that nickname on his baseball reference page inexplicably. Right. I don't know why they don't have baseball it. reference is no fun than a bunch of prudes. All right, what's your number what's your four? One? Number four is not as positive as number three because there's some questions here. What's Miguel Sano's situation? So that that weird story came out last week, I, I believe, that he has been accused of uh, kidnapping in the Dominican Republic. He came back and said that it was blackmail against him. I have not seen a thing this week. The last I saw from the Twins is that the Twins were, I believe the term was, monitoring it. My question is, can he leave the Dominican now to come here, which obviously has to be the hope. Um, But if and when that does occur, you know, we go back to a very important question. Coming off a very productive offensive year in which uh, he hit a career high 34 home runs drove in 79 runs in the 105 games in which he played Miguel Sano's transition to first base which in a you know what now now there's more pressure probably because it's a quicker season and and the the one thing about this is game one is going to have a sense of urgency that baseball has never had in game one before probably in its oh history yeah yeah, because you know you play in you play on March twenty sixth. It's like ah, oh, the season started. What's going to yeah. happen? You now play on July twenty fourth, and it's going to be like oh, oh, that game's important. It means something. Yeah, ten team playoff uh, teams too instead of sixteen. So so the potential uh, room that they built in for teams to screw up but still make the playoffs is now essentially removed. Let me ask you this: If you had to rank everyone on the Twins forty man roster in order for how likely it is that they would somehow get caught up. In some sort of complicated uh, kidnapping and extortion situation this, that would potentially derail their season. Would Miguel Sano rank number one? That's not even close. <laughs> yes, of course he would. Who's number two? Oh, that's a good one. Uh I'm saying I'm saying La Tortuga. I'm saying I'm saying you know La Tortuga. Get, you know who could get Some himself skeletons in the closet? You know who could get get himself involved in in a weird thing just because of his personality? Might be Rosario. Think so? I could see that. But you know what? Sano, Sano on your list is probably one through five. What about Trevor May? He pretends like he's playing video games all the time. He's on Twitter. He's on <laughs> Twitter. What if he's really like involved media. in a, like a syndicated, like a syndicated on, crime or something? He's on Twitter too much for that. Uh, Jake Cave kind of freaks me out if I'm just looking at faces. <laughs> just, just kind of looks a little suspicious. Yeah, a little suspicious. And by the way, by the way, if if um the the problems that that he is occurring right now for Miguel in the Dominican, keep him from showing up on time. Your opening day of first baseman would be Marwin Gonzalez, I guess, huh? Yeah. Uh, and he's no longer going to be uh, getting whatever signals that he would be getting. That- you know what? The Astros are going to skate completely now. 
They, I, I don't know. 60, I think people are going to remember. Okay, but they're not going to Yankee Stadium. They're not going to Fenway Park. Like what? Ranger fans? <laughs> hey, you you know, who, well, I, who can't show up? I'm not saying like, it's like fans. Empty, it's, you know, I'm saying they're still going to get fastballs thrown at their bodies is what I'm saying. I don't know anymore. Pitchers are still going to go after them. I don't know. But I mean, no fans. And and basically, you're going to places where, nah, I, don't, I think they're going to escape. I've got another Rich Hill fun fact Scott for you guys. Free. Yeah, go ahead. Like, okay, Rich yes. Hill. Yes, go ahead. Uh, one of the best starting pitchers in baseball when he's healthy. So Rich Hill. Career ERA of 3.82, which includes some disaster seasons that were injury plagues. So he's 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 been great. In fact, Rich Hill um, has maintained a 10 strikeout per nine ratio. And here's the amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the fun fact. Mm-hmm. Rich Hill is a natural right-handed thrower. What? He was converted to throw left-handed by his brother when he was young. He's not even throwing with the correct well, hand, and he's that good. Why doesn't he use both arms? That. I mean, think about that. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, he's wait. throwing with the wrong arm, and he's as good as he has been. Hold on a second, then. Okay. Dude has a one in, ERA in the World Series with in, the wrong arm. In 2012, he, he for the first time, had Tommy John surgery, okay? Why wouldn't you come back in 2013 throwing right-handed? Wouldn't, that would be like Rocky II, where he fought southpaw, or where he fought right-handed for, like, the first 14 rounds. So why not? Switch it. You got to switch it up. Why not do that? You take Mountain for Christ's sake. <laughs> All right, what's your last one? Your last twins thing that we should my know? My last headline for uh, for my five twins things that, that we should know going into the season or probably just flat out forgot because they stopped so long ago in March. Full speed. Do you remember the conversations about Byron Buxton? And, man, he'll probably play opening day, but then he'll sit for two days and then he'll play... Um, c- coming off the uh, shoulder injury that he suffered on August 1st last year, torn labrum in Miami. Well, guess what? That should be fine now. Now the only question, and it's a big one, the only question involving the Twins center fielder is this. Can he put into action what he has talked about before? And in fact, I talked about this with Byron in the clubhouse in Fort Myers. Can he put into place the plan to... Let that double hit off the wall. Or if the ball, you know what, if the ball is going, is diving, uh, coming in behind second base and he is hustling in, can he just say, you know what, that that's a single. That's going to be. A, so the Byron Buxton of, man, I think he'll play one day and then he'll sit two and then he'll play again, blah, blah, blah. That should be dead and gone. But we do get to see if this guy can finally, in a 60-game season, actually play around 60 games. So he, here's kind of where I'm at with Byron Buxton. So he is entering his sixth season, at least partial season, in the major leagues. He's going to be 27 years old later on this calendar year. All right. Well, yep. I'm just kind of done with any sort of parameters or like just go, just go play, just go play, run into walls if you need. Like literally, just go do what you need to do. Who's your center fielder? And just though? be better. Just be better. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't think the be I'm better done. thing is up. I don't have time in a 60 game season in which I'm trying to win the World Series. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time. He's to important like, though. I don't have time to be standing out there holding his hand, no, but, helping him after this dude's been in professional but, baseball for almost a decade. I know, but do figure you know, out where the warning track is. I know, but if he can play, what he does for your pitching staff is monumental. Like your your outfield Agreed. goes from being with him, fantastic, to being. Yeah, Mm, okay, just like, but he needs to just take responsibility of where the warning. I know, track but is. I need him. But but in a sixty game season, he's got the opportunity now. Just play the outfield smart, dude. He knows that. 
He's yeah. not a dumb guy. He knows that. Just be smart. And guess what? If in the top of the third on August 2nd, a ball bounces off the fence for a double, I don't give a damn. You want one more Rich Hill fun fact? He'll be helped by Byron Buxton's presence on the field. Rich Hill, fun fact. All right, he's he's been on the disabled list, as Judd has said, about fifteen times in his major league career. <laughs> Sixteen times in fifteen. Sixteen years. Sixteen times in fifteen years. Yes. Here's your Rich Hill fun fact: None of those trips to the disabled list were because he ran into a wall full speed. That's okay, very, that's very. I know he's very conscious, but, I, but I'm very. This to me is huge. It like, is. Huge. I'm not I'm just, done here. I. It's just. I'm so sick of it. It's been six years of this conversation. If you stop had, crashing into things, if you had an option behind Buxton and said, you know what, that downgrade defensively, not too bad, but they don't have that. No, they don't. They don't really even have. I mean, Royce Lewis is probably the next thing they have to a starting caliber center fielder, and he's yet to play. I think in AAA. Max Kepler in right maybe field. A cup of coffee. I think is just fine. I think he's good. But when that guy has to play. Center field, it changes the dynamic for that team and the pitching staff completely to me. Hey, real quick, before we get into write that down predictions and a massive accountability session. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a looking, massive one. I don't think I'm looking forward to this one. I These am. are the details of Major League Baseball's return. Players will start reporting to spring training 2.0 next week around July 1st. You're already seeing a bunch of positive tests, and it's going to happen. Like People are going to test yeah. positive, and, the, and then the question is, what happens after that? Stay out of bars, boys. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Just, I, guys. I, I know, that's ridiculous. I, I legitimately, like, you, the teams that are going to win the World Series or have the best chance to win the World Series are going to be the ones that just, like, don't lose players to COVID for two weeks. Because even if you don't right. feel symptoms, you have to sit out. And so if, if you can just avoid your team, if you can win the battle of COVID attrition and just not have Correct. key players sitting out for two weeks. But if I'm the Twins, I say, we've got a chance here. I don't want to see anyone going out. In fact, I will beat you up. Agreed. I will beat the I will I will beat you up if you go out. Well, then you'd probably you're touching someone though, eh, so you'd probably. I don't get know if you want to do that. I would avoid that. Uh, the actual season will start on July 24th or 25th. The Twins, as mentioned earlier, will play ten games against each AL Central opponent and four games against each NL Central opponent. So they have one of the easiest schedules on paper in Major League Baseball. In extra innings, teams will begin the tenth inning with a runner on second base. To which I say yes. I'm this fine is, with it. This is a great go between. So hockey yes. wanted to make its overtime quicker and more fun, but they basically like they do a is it a five minute session or a ten minute session five. of of so it's five a, it's, or three on three which is fun. So it is fun, but like, the shootout sucks. The shootout is terrible. The yeah. shootout resembles nothing like actual hockey. Yes. What I love about this is the games are going to end much quicker. You're not going to have 18 inning games with a runner on second base every time unless you just have magician relievers up and down. So it makes it actually makes me look forward to extra inning games now because oh this is going to be great. It's going to be a sprint. You know who you start with a runner on second base like someone's going to score in the 10th or 11th inning almost every single time and then it becomes a back and forth. So I'm this all is, about this. This is also the year to do it. Like this is perfect. This will stay. This is why this I want to see I want to see this too and, and the traditionalists are going to freak out and I get that. But you know what? Ask yourself this question. Glass it off. When's the last time you really enjoyed a 22-inning affair? I haven't. When's the last time Never. that you they're said you're terrible? terrible. It's two, they're the worst. It's 2 a.m. There was this two 17-inning baseball games within a week at Target Field. I know. And so it, stupid. And I was there for both of them. And it was, in, in the terms of professional sports in 2020, Dex, 
I think we can both agree it was stupid. And then yes. it and then it derails your next five games because yes. you don't have enough arms and you're running out minor leaguers. It's, it's oh. so stupid. And it was so, so stupid. It was yeah. like the Red Sox and Rays too. Okay, let's just end those games. Uh, yes. Like, can you imagine let's if like this. if an NBA game went? Oh, so we went 17 overtimes because like nobody could score a basket, and now everyone's <laughs> tired for the next two weeks, and LeBron can't play. Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway, yes. Uh, the the trade fine. deadline will be August thirty first, which is gonna which is gonna wind up being less than a month before the regular season is is over, and so it's it's unlikely teams are gonna part with top prospects for like a twenty eight day rent a player. Would you? And the prospects that you would be trading have not actually played a baseball game in over a year. And by would that you? Time. I wouldn't do that. No, I'm not trading uh, top prospects to try and make a run. For 2020, depends who it is, but I'm I'm listening. Yeah, if I'm if I'm getting I'm a listening. if I'm getting a pitcher for like two and a half years, if I'm yeah, getting, that might be different. But yeah. I'm saying I'm not I'm a not rental. going to take a rental short term guy for sure in a in a 60 game season. Rosters will start at 30 men for the first two weeks, then down to 28 for the next two weeks, then stay at 26 for the remainder of the season. But teams will have a taxi squad that allows them to have as many as 60 players available to play in major league games. Uh, and that includes there's gonna, there's going to be like a camp of players in Nashville. It sounds like that are unsigned free agent guys that yeah. are just ready. Hey, if you need like a generic second baseman guy because your team got wiped out with COVID, you can just like go to this team in Nashville. And uh, there's going to be a COVID injury list with no minimum or maximum length of time spent on it. So hey, you got COVID, you just have to. Are we we're announcing put you on this list over if people here. have it? Yes, I believe we are. Okay. And a Tigers player just tested positive. By the way, that just came. It's gonna. It's going yeah. to happen. It's gonna happen. And and you know what? My guess is the Tigers, the Royals, th- those teams, those guys are going to go party. And now with this breaking news just came across here. Sources have confirmed there are multiple positive tests for COVID on the PGA Tour in addition yeah. to the one reported oh, there's more. this morning. Yeah. Ke- Brooks Kepka was he one of them? Kepka's caddy had it, and he's pulling out of this weekend's tournament. Okay. Yeah, Kepka. So you had a Kepka write that down. He's coming here, it. right? Yes. He, as oh. of yesterday. The Kepka trade, was going to come here? Yeah, they announced that they're gonna. he's going to be here. Uh, Things that are not part of the agreement that were talked about all summer long. Expanded postseason is off the table, so it's just the same postseason we've had the last few years. That's too bad. They talked about ties or revised extra inning tiebreaker rules. Those are off the table. I'm good with putting a runner on second base. Ties are stupid. I'm in. But so are 22 inning games. Let's find a middle ground. They beat shootouts, Phil. I agree. I'd rather have a tie than a shootout. Yep. That's, I mean, a tie is, or a runner on second base is sort of like three on three hockey, where like it's the sport yes. still, but it's just a, a runner on second base is going to stay. Yep, you, and then a universal DH is off the table until 2022. No, so. it's it's on the table for 2020. It's off for 2021. Wait, wait, wait. They're, they're going to do it because we're it, doing it this it's year. Part, yes, oh. it's, it's part of the health and safety protocols. ESPN.com. Uh. Yes, do me wrong. They're going to have a National League DH this year, yeah, and then I think it's going to be off the table for Got next it. year. But then it's almost certainly going to come back, c- come back in twenty three, since twenty two is going to be wiped out by greed and asinine requests from both sides. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but that's another podcast we can get to at some point in time. You know what? Here, wait, wait, wait. Baseball, baseball's come back. I just Bob want us. to show my positivity once again. My five things find them at scorenorth.com. There's also a 101-page safety and health protocol that I have not read through, but I did see that spitting of any kind is not allowed. Yeah. I would not be able to spit. Are, are they going to eject guys? I, I mean, I these people know. have been spitting their entire life since childhood. Passant Passan said there's towels pitchers are carrying in the back of their Wet pants. towels. This is so not going to work So when either. they lick their fingers, <laughs> That's right. they can dry them off. No, I think it's... 
I think it's to avoid licking your fingers. No, it's going to be a wet. It? To- it's supposed to be a wet it's towel. It's a wet towel to avoid licking your it's fingers. It's like a towelette. Got it. And guys are supposed to bring out a towelette. Like, like I just ate a bunch of chick- chicken wings here at the restaurant. Can I get some towelettes for my hands? Yeah, so, you, so you're so you going to be able to go to the wet towel to get your fingers some traction and then wipe it on your pants, I would assume, which is because when you lick your hand, you ha- you can't go from lick your hand to the ball. That's okay. considered a Prediction. Spitball. Angel Hernandez will become the first umpire to eject a player for yes. spitting. Yes. <laughs> Two outs, bases loaded, bottom it. of the ninth. Here sure. comes Nelson Cruz up to the plate, takes uh, the pitch. It's it's 1-0 and o to Cruz. He steps out of the box. He spits. Angel Hernandez has ejected him. Got to write that down coming up. I was going to say, John, John Hirschbeck, if he's still an umpire, might be a little bit sensitive to that. He'll eject Gardy for spitting in the Tigers' dugout. <laughs> Uh, let's get to some write that down predictions. Let's just say that we've got some shakeups on the batting average leaderboard. Oh yeah, all over the batting average leaderboard. Oh yeah. But first, let's listen to Swing Josh. Swing and drive, first pitch. It's two to nothing. The rain has come again. Oh, this guy's a money player. These games in September are huge, and he is coming up huge. And everybody's dancing in the rain in the Braves dugout as Josh Donaldson makes it two zip. All right, Luther Brookdale Toyota is also a money player. They've just been great for my family and I the last 30-plus years, and I can't tell you how many other car dealerships I have driven by in my life and not thought twice about because I get everything I need from the service department and the showroom in terms of durable vehicles, also safe and uh, technology-forward vehicles as well, and just the great smart people that help you with anything from an oil change to something that has much more in terms of maintenance and work required on your vehicle. And right now, as we kick off the summer months here, you can get 0% interest for 60 months on all certified pre-owned Camrys and RAV4s. Also, all hybrids now have 0% financing as well. Save a little gas, save a little money with those hybrids. 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Dex? Yeah, I'll be actually test driving a RAV4 from Luther Brookdale Toyota tomorrow afternoon. So I'm excited. I'm excited to get in one. You definitely, uh, legitimately, Apple CarPlay has changed my life the last couple of years. I'm excited to me. It. It's ridiculous. I'm really excited. Also, a quick thank you to DennisKirk.com for supporting Score North and Mackie and Judd. Dennis Kirk wants to share details on an important event that we are proud to partner with. The 2020 Patriot Ride is back for at least one ride. This year, you build your team, you pick your route, and you ride. Since 2006, the Patriot Ride has always been, th- been about thanking our veterans, recognizing our servicemen and women, and honoring our fallen soldiers. This is what the Patriot Ride represents. This is why this event has meant so much to so many. Through the years, countless people have helped bring our community together to show their true patriotism. Mackie and Judd wants to thank all the organizers, volunteers, riders, supporters, and every person that has supported the event. The dollar raised by the Patriot Ride benefits the Minnesota Patriot Guard, Minnesotans Military Appreciation Fund, and Minnesota's chapter of tribute to the troops. The 2020 Patriot Ride wants you to ride to share to, wants you to ride to share to remember. Here's your chance. Head to PatriotRide.org for details and register yourself, register a team, or just donate. That's PatriotRide.org. Most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd with Rami. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions. Write this down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. Write it down. You like writing things down. It's Write That Down with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Write it down. You like writing things down. Tons of stuff off the board in the accountability session. A rare week here with no sports the last three months. A rare week where a bunch of stuff comes off the board. Some of it's Major League Baseball related, but 
Some of it's just we've been predicting the sports that are playing. EPL, man. It's very exciting. Uh, We'll get to our guest listener predictor, Brad, here as well, and he will be picking on behalf of the listeners. We have a new listener predictor every single week. And we're booked out through sometime during uh, like like the fall period, but uh, we might October twenty first. October twenty first. Yeah, we might start stacking a couple in some of these weeks just because you know I've I've sort of like put off scheduling in November because it's so far away. But uh, if you want to get in, we'll figure it out. Just DM me at Phil Mackey on either Instagram or Twitter. Here's how this works: we make three predictions. Myself, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, and a guest listener predictor every single week. The predictions must be quantifiable. We are the only show in the country that actually keeps track of our predictions with batting averages and home runs. And like I said, listeners can participate by uh, just hitting me up in the DMs on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get into the accountability session. Let's just dive right in here, right? Yeah, I've got a bad feeling about I'm excited. this. Heading into the week, Rami Makhlouf was still holding on to a batting average lead of about 30 points or so. He had a 421 average to Judd's like 380, somewhere okay. in there. All right. Okay. So, Judd Zolgad, you were in second place, and you had six things come off the board. Oh, well, that's not as many as I thought. Let's go through them. Okay. Yeah, a couple from last week. Yes, you sir. said Major League Baseball will come to an agreement that's at least 80 games. That's you said Im Sung Jae will finish in the top five in the RBC Heritage Golf Tournament last week. What happened? With. What happened to him? Golf is hard. Yeah. Uh, or no. just, you make bad golf predictions, I think is what it sounds like. I was looking for more from him. Did he make the cut even? I don't even know if he made the cut. It doesn't matter. He's definitely not in the mix on Sunday. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. He usually plays well at Hilton Head. I'm very disappointed. You said Jose Barrios will win the Twins opener in Oakland. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, boy. Man. See, you got me. Phrasing. That's good. Phrasing. Hashtag phrasing. Mm. You said no, it's good. Man United will beat Tottenham in their EPL Draw. matchup last week. Draw. Very disappointed in Man U. However, you said Man City will beat Arsenal. Yeah, there you go. Man City is really damn good. That team is loaded. Well, Not as good as the Liverpool club, but they are a really solid team. I what, really what like What makes Man City. Man City such a great club? Yeah, tell me. A depth. They got a ton of depth. A team like Burnley can't compete because they've got they're playing too many games right right now in a condensed time period, and so these teams that don't have depth are really lost. But with five subs, it helps so much if you've got depth. Man City has depth. Uh, I didn't okay. know you're reading text off Jonathan Harrison right. No, there. I'm watching a ton of soccer. This is true. And by the way, the water break twenty minutes into each half. Get, it's being used for strategy. It's meant for a water break, okay? It's being abused by every gaffer out there, and it pisses me off. Wow. So you're saying they don't actually need water, even though they're running around for like two hours? In the contention is it's it's summertime, and ordinarily the EPL uh, season schedule the, over. is done by now. It'd be done by now, and so it's hot outside. But what I'm saying is the gaffers are using this as a time to strategize, which is not in the spirit of the water break. You also said about a year ago that Major League Baseball would put a runner on second base to start oh. the 10th inning by 2022. Is that a home run? Is that a home run? I like, what, I like how Dex is thinking. I'm honestly just asking. It wasn't talks. It's not like judges pulled that out of thin air because it wasn't talks. It was in the ago. minor leagues. It was in the yeah, minor leagues. It was in the minor leagues. It's not, it's and I said it's go- oh! Double. Double. No, it's it doesn't matter. Base. We That's don't a- have doubles anymore. Oh, it's, it's a double for your mental. 
for your confidence. Oh, I thought we didn't slug him. That's right. We got rid of it. Okay. okay, it's to the fence. Yeah. You do have to admit I'm impressed. it's to the fence. I'm impressed. That ball is at the yes, fence. It I is. Agree. Yep. Okay, and can I get some credit here? And yes. the fact that you brought it up before the shortened season stuff, you brought it up about a year ago. A visionary. All right. Rami Makloff had nothing come off the board. Jonathan and Manny had nothing come off the board. That brings us to myself. I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things come off the board. Mm. Wow. Mm. I told you guys that Major League Baseball would be back with games by the first week in July. They're going to be back with spring training, but the, the spirit of this prediction was that games would be played by the first week in July. Which you would have hoped for. They will not. It should have been, but here we go. Uh, I said Major League Baseball players will agree to another income cut in addition to the prorated agreement they agreed to back in March. They held strong. I said Justin Thomas will win one of the first two PGA Tour events when golf resumes. He he, he challenged in both. But I said Rory McIlroy would finish top three in the RBC Classic. However, oh, I so told wait, you guys. We're foreign? Is this prediction five? Yes. Okay. Uh, I have eight, I'm just trying to keep eight off the board. <laughs> oh, eight, not seven. Okay. One, two, no, just... that was four. Four plus three. No, I have seven off the board. Three more here. Okay. Yep. I said Tottenham will win or draw against Man U, which yeah. Yeah. believe me, I've drew. rethought my drawing. There's, there's so many yeah. draws in soccer; yeah. like you have to account for the draw. Yeah, I told you guys that Gabriel Flores would win his bout against Joseph Ruiz last week. Yeah, yeah good for you. Good job. Honestly, I have like, no idea. having he, done a little bit of boxing lying. research, that was that was kind of a single. Like, and you could be lying. And you could be lying completely. I I would not know. <laughs> Singles are fine. And then I told you uh, in a special Judd Zolged prediction about a month ago that if and when we reviewed the movie Roadhouse, that Judd would give it 10 out of 10 stars. Yeah. The goals. And I gave he it a 12. Very predictably did. And you gave it a 12, but 10 the highest, and so it defaults to a 10. Let's see here. The listeners had two things come off the board. Dominic said that at WWE Backlash, Drew McIntyre would retain the championship. There you go. Yeah. He did. He beat Bobby Lashley. Yeah. And Chad, we missed this one last week. Chad said that Max Meyer, Gophers pitcher, would be a top 10 draft pick. He was. Nice. Yeah. The listeners finally finally Ayo. knocking a couple Way to go, listeners. hits to the outfield. Nice work. And that brings us to Declan Goff, who had five things come off the board. You said Everton would beat Liverpool on Sunday in EPL action. It's okay. That was a bold prediction, Dex. It would have been a home run. You said Major League Baseball would agree on 80 games or more. Did I? I thought I said less because Judd said more, and I said I took the under. I thought. I mean, you literally are the one that writes these predictions sure. into our notes, and I cut and paste them. It said Major League Baseball will agree on a return to play mm-hmm. on more than eighty games. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I have to go back. hold on. You're a the second. official status. So you day. are you are fighting with yourself. Well, it, yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I am. I'm okay. just gonna say yes. Okay. I mean, you might have. It's possible you might have hedged with a different prediction at some point. Right. But, but, right. But that was that's what I had in my notes here. Okay. Uh, you did say that Brooks Kepka would shoot at least 10 under par at the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. He shot 18 under par. Yeah. You said there would be a decision on restarting or canceling the Major League season by today. Yeah. Nice. And you said Judd would go to a bar in 2020, and he did. Declan yeah. gets full credit for that. And we have a new batting average leader this week, gentlemen. Declan Goff oh, is batting go. 429. Oh, because he's got too few at bat. Oh, no, you know what, though? He's not eligible because of at bats. You're Brian Harper in, in 1990. Spraying the ball everywhere right now. What's going to happen? When, what, whatever year it was, 89. I don't know. What's remember. going to happen when Mike Trout hits 400 this year? Are we going to count it? <laughs> no. That's, that's, a, that's so funny you bring that up. I'm no. excited to write that down. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to count any individual feats in 2020. We'll, yes, we be, will. we'll be wiped away with toilet paper. Yes, we will.
Robbie Makloff still batting 421 with one home run, so eight points behind Declan. Way to go, Judd, Dex, by the way. Judd, you're holding steady at 378 with one home run. I have jumped to 338 with two home runs. It's been a hot month for me as I started predicting obscure sports. Way to go. John Harrison's still at 250 with two home runs. Listener's up to 185 with a home run. And Manny Hill's still sitting at 120 with no home run. Write it down. You like writing things down. At this point in time, how many at-bats does Declan Goff have? Now, let me uh, let me go to the official. I'm just curious by the... I'm batting 429. Because... I think I had, I think I had three hits he's going made, into... He's made 24 predictions so far, and okay. about half of them have come off the and blue, more than half of them. And off we're the at approximately what, 100 and something? See, part, but some, some of this is like our predictions. You can do the math on how many we've had this year. It's, yeah. it's three times, it's about 150, okay, right? Yeah. Prorated. Um, yeah, I just feel like we've been playing all season long, taking our cuts. Um, the, the heat started to get to me a little bit. Three and, times 20, I guess. And 75. this guy gets called up. and I know. He's he is Actually, um, I, Chris Calabello. I, I credit Phil Mackey who said I couldn't play the game really well two weeks ago, and ever since then I've just been on a tear. Yeah. So everyone has. Oh, that, all right, Calabello. Everyone has you that are. coach, that Chris manager. Calabello. You are. You're the Chris Calabello. <laughs> Write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, listener Brad, you are the guest listener predictor. What's going on, man? Thanks for coming on. Write that down. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mackey. I promised uh, when you decided to have me on that I would have a Gophers prediction. So a Gophers football prediction is Tanner Morgan will be the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. Ooh. Wow, just coming right out. Swinging. Write it down. You like writing things down. Now, it, it, that's yeah, a good prediction. Boy. There is a listener that has Tanner Morgan winning the Heisman, I think. I think I feel, I feel like I have that in my notes somewhere, but I like the Tanner Morgan positivity. So uh, so Brad is first out of the gate. He made his first prediction. We'll go to Judd, Declan, and Phil Mackey here myself. Jim, I'm, go ahead. I'm back on my EPL kick, but I've cleaned up my wording a little bit this week because I did a poor job last week. And this time, I'm going to give you this one. Manchester United will beat or draw with Sheffield United today. So Man U will beat or draw with Sheffield today, okay? <laughs> because you're right about, about the ties. Sheffield? Is that even a Gary? team? No, Sheffield's a team. There's like six teams that matter. Sheffield got screwed last week six times to Sunday by VAR, and they didn't use it. It was just a complete joke, but that's a topic for a different show. You said, you said Man U, too, right? Man U. Man U. Manchester you got United it. will beat or draw with Sheffield today. All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Declan. All right. Judge, so did, did you make a prediction about Las Vegas in a hub city that off, off the top of your memory? That you that you remember? No, no. Okay, because I, I, I I'm going to make one right now, and I just didn't want to double up if, if Judd made the same prediction. Um, Las Vegas will be a hub city for the NHL's return to play. Oh, that's a very Which Judd. Seems like been a reported terrible like, mistake, and it's been reported like six times. That's a very Judd prediction. I like it. Wait, that's been reported. Uh, so there's down to six. So there's there's now uh, down to six finalists for it. They okay. have the hotel space, is what they're looking at. Because they have all okay. these hotels that are vacant. But just to be clear, it's been out there for two weeks that they are going to be picked. Maybe we should bring slugging percentage. But that's a back. very Judd. That's a very Judd thing. That's very smart. It's okay. Declan's playing the game. I know he is. Write that's this down. Smart. He's playing the I game. Credit. Write it down. You like writing things down? All right. Write this down. The Twins are going to win the World Series. Oh my God. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Come on. Fire We're it up. Gonna win Twins. And Rocco Baldelli will be fired if they don't. The Minnesota Twins will win the World Series. Write that down. This is not a forced home run edition, although we should do that sometime soon. Yes, we should, slam. and you should have saved that for that one. Let's go back to guest listener. Write this down. Predictor Brad, your second prediction. My obscure sport of choice is Formula One. Oh. So my prediction for Formula One this year is that McLaren will finish third in the Constructors' Championship, and that is significant because 
generally Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari are in the top three, and they've been that way for the past decade. So for McLaren to get in the top three would definitely be a significant development. I love the obscure sport prediction. And honestly, like McLaren could be the only car manufacturer that runs cars in, in this. And we like we would have no idea. So, so. so what's what's the tournament called? Though? Like there's Formula One, but McLaren finished third in what exactly? The Constructors Championship. So they're the top team. So you have the top driver. There's two drivers for each team. So they take the points for every team. And so the two McLaren drivers count for the Constructors Championship, the top team in the sport. So McLaren would finish third. When does this, like in theory, if COVID doesn't derail this, when would this happen? Uh, Formula One is set to begin on in July, the first Sunday in July. And then when does it end? Um, I'm not sure exactly how long the schedule will be this year because of you know the unpredictability of COVID, but uh, usually it ends in November. Okay. All right. Turning right, left and right, correct, Brad? What's that? I said turning left and right, correct? Formula yes, they One? Do. They turn both ways. <laughs> God, more talented drivers. God yeah. bless them. Yeah. Turn both directions. <laughs> Listen, I was a Dale Earnhardt guy growing up in NASCAR, but like NASCAR drivers are idiots compared to F1 drivers. Like, just oh, turn, sure. turn left a few times. For sure. You know, use the banking. I agree. Great. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Over to Judd. Phil Mackey's favorite twin, Rich Hill, will lead the twins in wins this season. Rich Hill will have the most wins among Twins pitchers. I like it this season. I like the old school pitcher win stat. Yep. Yeah, that's the for a forty year old pitcher for Dick Mountain. <laughs> Write this In down. Fact, put him down as Dick Mountain, Declan. Will do. It's a great nickname. Thank you. I knew that. All right, back to Declan. Your second prediction. All right, at least one player will hit four hundred in this sixty game regular season, but with a minimum for Judd here of one hundred and twenty at bats. So I'm not going to count the guy who had forty at bats and he hits four hundred. So he has to have one hundred and twenty at bats. And someone will hit 400. So in those parameters. All right. And we, we just, I suppose the counting stats would still, like if if someone were to, well, there's really going to be no counting stat records broken because there's not enough games. Right. But the rate stats, like batting average. They won't be, things, ce- they they, won't be celebrated, though. They'll yeah, just be. That's fine. I'm going to celebrate at. them when I get a home run in this right there. Write it down. You like writing you know things down. More power to you, Dad. Is that a home I think it's a home run. That's, that's, a, home that's run. a home run if it happens. That's a home run. Yeah, to hit, I mean, Lou Ford was hitting 400 after like 60 games, but it, but it still is a home run if it happens. All right. Serie A is back. Italy's top yeah. professional soccer league yeah. is back. And uh, and and I'm going to go with Juventus. So this is, this is a mismatch. Is Juventus this a player is, or a team? This is a team. Juventus is the best team in Italy's top pro soccer league. All right, okay. And and Lecce, L-E-C-C-E for Declan Spelling there. Lecce is not a very good team. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just going to predict a Juventus victory over Lecce. That would be a gimme. That would be a bunt single. I'm going to predict a two goals or more victory for Juventus over Lecce. They will win that game or that match by two goals or more. And I'm Write sorry, this uh, match is when? It's Friday. I believe it's Friday. Okay. Yeah. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to Brad. Your final prediction. Thanks. Uh, here's a Bundesliga prediction. Uh, yes. My prediction is that Hamburg SV will make their way back, back up from Bundesliga 2 and return to the regular Bundesliga in 2021 via right relegation. So, so all of these international leagues have relegation, right? Like, yes. Like Bundesliga, EPL. That's what we need. We need to relegate the Royals. Does Serie A have it? I think they do. I don't know on that one. Pretty sure they do. I should find out since I'm a huge fan. So, uh, Brad, we appreciate you coming on as the guest listener predictor and and, and and taking your swings. Since you have this mega platform right now, would you like to thank anyone in your life that got you to this point? I'd like to thank my parents, my college professors, and everyone else who has given me a chance to be on the radio. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Brad. Thanks, hey, Brad. Man. Thank you.
Thank you. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Judd. Thank my bartender. <laughs> I miss my bartender. <clears throat> my final write that down for this week. Rob Gronkowski will be diagnosed with COVID-19 at some point. There's no question in my mind, the Gronk and, and the Gronk. Uh, Rob Gronkowski probably takes shots and so, of COVID-19. <laughs> exactly right. And so so the the PA, I, I think, came out last week and advised players against basically doing passing camps and, you know, just wait. And so yesterday, Brady and Gronkowski and receivers were at some private school in Tampa, of course, working out. And Brady tweeted about it or Instagrammed it, you know, no just cried. No, yeah, no, no excuses. Just time to grind and get the COVID. Yeah, he's worried. He's worried that if he doesn't well, work out with these guys, he's going to be a train wreck at 43. My guess in Brady's defense is is that Tommy Boy goes from the field to Giselle back to the field and works out and sleeps. Gronk don't do that. Gronk's going to come in and spread COVID all over 100%. the Buccaneers, but he is going to definitely be diagnosed at some point. What does Tom Brady fear more, death via COVID or performing poorly in 2020 in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers not close. uniform? The latter, yeah. Not, it's not even close. I agree. If you, if, Write this down. If you told Tom that your entire family is going to get incredibly sick, but, but you're going to recover and come back and, and have an MVP type of season with the Buccaneers, Brady wouldn't care. He'd be like all in on MVP. Declan, your final prediction. All right, Travelers Championship this weekend. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau will be in the top 10 after Friday's round. So after Thursday, then Friday, we'll, we'll get after the cut, and Bryson DeChambeau will be in the top 10 of the leaderboard. Bryson DeChambeau, because he gained 25 pounds of muscle, people are coming up with new nicknames for him. One yeah. of them is Bison DeChambeau. COVID? <laughs> got no chance. He'd kick COVID's ass. Yeah, he would, he would arm wrestle COVID into submission. All right, my final prediction here. Write this down. Write this down. It's a 60-game season. It's tough to accumulate counting stats in the 60-game season, but Josh Donaldson will still find a way to hit at least 20 home runs for the Twins in 2020, regular season. He will hit 20 home runs or more in the 60 games the Twins play. Right, It's a hell of a season for J.D. Yeah, be, yeah that, that would be, I mean, that's like a 50, 60-home run pace for a full season. And I'm, I'm telling you that he's going he's gonna to do that. Summer 98, you're telling me, huh? Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Launch angle is as natural as you can get. Josh Donaldson's his his launch angle is all natural, baby. There's so many directions to take that statement. I'm going to leave them all, even on a podcast. I'm going to leave them all to just sort of marinate. Let's wrap with Racy in just a second here. A couple quick things you can find our daily Vikings conversations, including a game we've been playing on the weekly called Kirk or Blank, where we compare Kirk Cousins and his contract to all of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. And in fact, we've done a lot of quarterback related rankings the last couple weeks, but Purple Daily. We're keeping that show alive with Mackie and Judd and Declan on a daily basis. Anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. And uh, and we appreciate you checking us out there and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash scorenorth. Speaking of podcasts, PodMN is a place you can find and discover local Minnesota podcasts, even other Minnesota sports podcasts. PodMN also rewards you for listening on that platform. So download it for free in the Apple or Google Play stores. Pod MN, your place to discover and listen local in the state of Minnesota. I mean, we've been waiting for the universal designated hitter, Scott, for what feels like 
decades now, but the runner starting on second base in extra innings is a really interesting one and something that's been in play in the minor leagues, in the World Baseball Classic. It will not be in play in the postseason, so if you are afraid that you're going to lose a postseason game because a runner starting on second base in the 10th inning, then, yes. you know, no fears. Bravo, Major League Baseball, making extra inning games fun and getting rid of 18-inning, ridiculous six-hour games, Pat. I'm, I'm assuming you're in full agreement with me on this. Runner on second base. Good for America. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on. Was that Passon? Who was talking? That was Jeff Passon, yes. I've lost all respect for him as a human being. I liked the guy <laughs> previously, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's just like, hockey. let's have a shootout, and then, oh, by the way, now it's the playoffs, so let's change the rules. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I think it's asinine, but uh, you know damn well that Manfred was going to try to get it. And, uh, you know, so we get, get used to it. I, if you're going to do it, though, uh, in the future, if that becomes part of your game, I want it done in the playoffs too. You can't change the rules. You got to play the same. You got to play the same game in uh, in October as you play the rest of the year. That's my opinion. I agree with that. But you're I, right. It's hockey. But, same thing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, put the guy at second. But uh, no, but I, you know, my suggestion is the uh, sumo suits, two out of three falls at the. Uh, you know, some like uh, we put Mike Herman in it, and the traveling substitute for the other team. And uh, uh, after nine innings, they get out to their home plate and run into each other in those big inflated sumo suits. And uh, whoever knocks the other guy down twice, they win the game. That team. Wins. <laughs> that's yep. my uh, hey. sumo suit tiebreaker. That's my idea. Oh, I had another great idea that just came to me as if from on high. Extra innings, we play normal. But the other team gets to pick your relief pitchers. Ooh. How about that? I don't hate that. Go for that. I get to pick your relief pitchers. I like that. That's great. I get to pick who's warming up. And, uh, you know, you got to give me your list of like your six relievers who are eligible today. Get the extra innings. I get to pick who you bring in the game. We we can get that game over with in in, uh, regulation (laughs) fashion. I think it would uh, really put a lot of a lot of uh, pressure on the opposing manager too, because he would make an enemy for life, right? So it'd be beautiful. You know for a fact that that if your guy Manfred had his way, that that this would not be putting a runner on second to start the tenth for each team. This would be a home run derby. <laughs> no, He'd go to the home run derby. I think he likes, I think he likes this. I, you know, the home run derby can take the home run derby takes longer than most ball games. I don't think so. I think I think he likes this. I think he thinks it's so wonderful, and uh, and uh, there's a lot of things that he doesn't like about baseball and, and uh, twelve inning games. Or you know, I, I I guess as much as I hate it, if you do it in the twelfth inning and from then on, okay. But I don't think you should. Do it. I I think you should play a little while for to see if the other team. Uh, kicked away their uh, relief pitchers or not, how they handled their relief pitchers and, and stuff like that to see if the manager did some dumb things or not. So I would say, you know, okay, if you, if you don't want to play 18, fine, but uh, I, I wouldn't do it until a 12 or something. For the record, for people wondering, the Twins played 12 extra inning games last year, including a 17-inning game and an 18-inning game, all within the same like two-week period at Target Field. 
but about half of those twelve games were just they were they were over in the tenth inning. So that's yeah. that's probably about the uh, the I think the tenth uh, or the eleventh inning most games the end by the Hicks game was that an extra inning game the catch yes yes, yes. Was that an extra inning game it I was mean, that's the, that's the most memorable game of the uh, season right yes uh, I was there and. Uh, I was there with my Croatian friends and couldn't get them to leave. <laughs> I was there as a fan. I I don't need a column. I don't have to stay. I'll go home and watch that TV. Five hours and three <laughs> But it was a hell of a ball game, I'll say that. I, I don't know. I suppose we should just be happy that these mutts are going to play. So, uh, uh, yeah, well, but who knows if if, uh, if this, you know, the way the virus is already coming back, I, I don't know if anybody's going to play anything. So. Yeah, that's the yeah. We just and Brooks Brooks Kepka and some other PGA Tour players tested positive for COVID, and the right after Kepka said he was coming here to play too. Yep. And the PGA Commissioner Pat has a uh, a, a statement to make at two o'clock. So I'm guessing that tournament's probably gonna get canceled and possibly future ones. Well, that'd have been uh, that'd have been ours. Yeah. Three hundred. But how many guys are tested positive? I think it's like a, a handful of players this week, and then the, it Nick, was one was it last Nick, Nick Watney. Yes, didn't he last weekend. Nick Watney. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem. If we're going to panic when two guys, when three guys get sick, yep. And uh, you know, you know, then then it's going to determine on the ethic ethic of your state, right? Yes. I mean, Clemson football team. We're going to need three or four deaths before they stop playing, right? Down in the south. Yeah, it might be but, five. Uh, yeah, you know, LSU. I mean, Louisiana's got more of this crap than anybody. And, uh, you know, they, what, they got 30-some guys sick. and They probably, you know, say, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, practice in smaller groups or something. So, ethnically, I mean, uh, ethically, not ethnically. E- ethically, yeah. uh, how, how does your state look at things? Hey, Pat, Pat, here, here's my idea. If your sport is going to return to play – Everyone involved who is going to the players, coaches, blah, 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 house arrest bracelets so they can't go out. They have to stay. Uh, If they go to bars, it goes off and you go and arrest them. And then you quarantine uh, them and stick them in like a sports jail. Yeah, well, I think that uh, that, uh, that's not going to happen. In fact, I was driving out of downtown last night. I actually tweeted this out. And I saw a big old stretch limo driving around uh, uh, Target Center, taking that, and I was going over to 55. And they pulled up in front of the Seville, right? And a bachelor party came pouring out of there. And I just had this thought that the the, the, the uh, groom's Traditional lap dance must really, a lot of the excitement goes out of that with social distancing. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, pay, I'm not paying the same rate, okay, for a social, I ain't giving you a 20. Well, lap dance is overrated anyway. Gorgeous, you got this gorgeous gal, but she's got to stay six feet away from all these. That's, uh, that just takes a lot of the fun out of it for the whole uh, bachelor uh, party, I think. I agree, Pat. I agree. I, I, I think it's. I think we're missing a lot in America, and uh, that's probably one of the things. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know where the where the hell we're going. Let's fix it. Find a cure. What the hell? Let's go. I've had enough of this nonsense. Yeah, 
I think uh, I think the latest is that there there maybe could be something by the end of the year a vaccine, maybe something by by, by the beginning of twenty twenty. I don't know. I feel like the NFL is the only league like from Tom Brady's workout that that he put together with players against recommendation and. You've got like yesterday the NFL and, and teams and the Vikings sent out their season credential application. Like oh, the, the NFL doesn't the, care. The NFL is just the pushing NFL ahead. Does not care. Well, it's got to be what? They have to be half the roster for them to shut. Yeah, Judd and I were saying like, what would it take for the NFL to shut things down? I mean, even <laughs> like even if a coach died, they'd probably just do a quick moment of silence and. Uh, All right, coming up next. And they Zim wanted us to play. No, exactly right. Exactly right. We're playing with a patch, damn it. Isn't that enough? We got a patch on. Now we got the special teams coordinator coaching us. So I'm doing a piece. I'm trying to do a piece on anything can happen in a 60-game baseball season, right? Yes. And I'm using the second half of 1981 with our feisty twins. As uh, you know, who were in contention <laughs> like four days ago in the season, even though their final record was forty-one and sixty-eight, and they're not giving up on Barty's Tigers this year. You know, their version of Big Herbie might come up with thirty games left in the season and inspire them like the eighty-one Twins. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's the, and yesterday we talked about the 2011 Twins for a 55-game stretch, had the best record in baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, and, you know, Nelson Cruz takes a big hack and pulls a, pulls a muscle on his side, and he misses 20 games in uh, July of last year, and you say, well, you know, he'll be back. He'll be fine. Now now he missed 20 games. It's over. Yeah. You're right. And Pat, you, I think you brought up Guardy's Tigers. So that's the last year's Tigers team is one of the worst baseball teams of my life. 47 yeah. and 114. They were garbage. Yeah. But in May, they were 500 still. They were. Yes, yeah, 18, 19 or something like that, right? Were yeah. They? Yeah, 18 and 19, something like that. I texted him. I haven't gotten a response yet to him, from him about uh, do you have, uh, you know, is, is August 20th too early to call up that Torkelson kid? That's the one about, <laughs> number one drafter. I said, anything is possible. And how are you going to, I wonder what they'll do with their rosters too. I mean, uh, what, they're going to let them have 60, 60 players, did they say? Yeah, you can. You have access to 60 players. And I don't know if that includes the community group of players that aren't with teams right now. But you're gonna. The season's gonna start with a 30 man roster, and then it'll it'll come down after a month to 26. But you'll have access to a taxi squad. And here's the deal: uh, they can't be the way things are going in Florida right now with the virus. They're gonna have to have all 60 of these guys at Target Field, right? Yes. Staying ready. Not in spring training. You're right. I suppose that's what they like, though, that they can, you know, after a week or so, they can play some scrimmages there and pretend like they're getting ready for the season, and they can throw the taxi squad and the other uh, clubhouse until, uh, you know, until, uh, until they start playing games. So yeah. I'm disappointed, though. I was hoping it would be more balanced, that it would be like 30 and 30 with uh, 30 against the AL Central. So uh, I mean, NL Central. So we're not going to get to play all the NL Central teams. It doesn't look like 40 and 20, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. So. Yep. I, yeah. I mean, there's no sanctity in the divisions now, anyways. So, what difference does it make? Why? Why? Why would you care if you play?
played your own division more than the NL Central. Well, the yeah, the, well, the Twins. The, I think the Twins would gladly take this because it's on paper one of the weakest schedules of of any team, just with how many games you play against bad yeah, NL and well, you, AL Central. You teams. believe that? But I'm going to go over to the Majestic today and see if they got a Tiger hat. I think Guardy's boys can do it. <laughs> Go Bengals. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them, boys. Bless, yes. the bless them, boys. Yep. Bless them, boys. All right. Year they were blessed to hell. <laughs> see ya. All right, see ya, Pat. Bye. All right, that's wrapping with Ricey every day There's here. a lot to digest there. Mackie and Judd. A lot going What's on. What's wrong there. with my suggestion? Ankle bracelets. I'm fine with it. Let's keep that's them home, cool. and if you if you go out... You're in sports jail. I'm good with it. I, I quarantine you. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm totally down for this. I think. I think. Like I said earlier in the show, the the teams that take COVID the most seriously. I agree with you. And it has nothing to do like before you call me a a snowflake. I'm not talking about being afraid of dying or like. I think we've seen statistically, you are very, very, very unlikely. To die from COVID if right. you're under the age of but if you get, 60 years old. But if you get the Nelson Cruz glare and he says, look, I'm old. I have a chance to win a World Series here. If you go out, you are going to get my wrath. I, I think you're exactly right. I think the bad teams are going to party and get sick. And teams like the Twins are probably going to, to galvanize and actually take pride yeah. in being smart. Yes. But I would say put an ankle bracelet on all the, these guys. I want to know where they are just selfishly because I want them to play. Once you start playing, the worst thing that's going to happen is if they start playing and now you get the plug pulled on your sport. Yep. All right. That's a wrap for our show today. Uh, later on this week, I can tell you Judd and I have already done our homework for Action Movie Rewind on Friday. Gotcha. I have it. Independence Day. I'm excited. I, I got a oh computer gosh. full of notes I right now. I, I, I love Randy. Page. I got. I love Randy Quaid. I, he's yeah, one of my favorites. He was so I can't wait. What a cast! Yeah. What a cast! Oh, star power was the dad off from the, the Wonder Years was in this movie. Yeah, like, just briefly. I think Alex Dan from Saved by the Bell, the College Years, was also in this at one point. She she is, but she is just a, as as she was on the show, a complete moron and yeah. gets killed because <laughs> of that, and she deserves to die. You know what? Just as a little tease. <laughs> Percentage of deserved deaths, very, very high, high, very high. When very I high. when I celebrated and I drank to deaths, <laughs> take a shot every time someone dies in an action movie. There's a lot of people that deserve to die and then did die, except for one character. I'll get to that on Friday. Friday. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, Mackie and Judd. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.